as a child. <laughs> Greetings, Slimesters, and welcome to another Nightmares as a Child, where we're going to tell you more spine-tingling tales from the 90s. I'm your Slimerific host, Brett, and today we're going to be covering a character from Rocko's Modern Life. We're going to be going deep into an episode that traumatized me as a kid, and you'll see why in a moment. It actually starts with an episode called To Heck and Back from season one. And it was an episode that I first watched in 1993 when I was about five years old. And, you know, that was around my phase of my life where I had a very overactive imagination. So things would really get in there easily and distort and freak me out. And when I watched this episode first, I just remember being very unsettled by how it was progressing starts off with a chicken named Karen getting a job interview and then she's immediately processed into you know rotisserie chicken to be sent to choky chicken restaurant and then heifer ends up eating her ironically and dying from choking on the chicken bone that he scarfed down and when that happened i was already freaking out because this, we got this lovable character who just passed away in front of everyone at the restaurant and Rocco's trying to save him but he can't and we see where Heifer ends up, which turns out to be heck, uh, you know, a friendly community, as they would say on the signpost in the episode. And he's greeted by this very looming, menacing character, all in a black robe. He's like a tall guy in a black robe with this strange looking hood on his head. And he goes by Peaches. <laughs> he's very threatening. I, I think he is. I appreciate the character now for mixing a little bit of silly and a little bit of seriousness, um, especially more so in the follow-up episode, Hef in a Handbasket, where Heifer goes back to Heck to like compete on the game show so that uh, you know Peaches can steal his soul and give it to his master. But that's another story for another time. We're talking about this particular episode and how it affected me. So. You know, despite all the crazy things that happened so far and how Peaches essentially shows Heifer why he's a glutton, he deserves to be in heck for all eternity. Rocco helps, you know, he, he finds a way to save him and get him out, uh, despite the fact that he falls inside of him and is going to be digested in one of his four cow stomachs. Uh, he's watching this on the TV with Peaches next to him of like a, this is your life moment. Uh, turns out Peaches like, he removes his hood to freak Heifer out and it shows like this like fleshy colored udder type head that's all bumpy and he's got these sawtooth teeth and these yellow eyes and he starts like laughing maniacally like <laughs> and starts spinning his head like crazy squirting milk out of it and then you know like Heifer's freaking out and I'm freaking out of what I'm seeing on the TV because it's not like anything else I've seen in a Nicktoon so far at least at that time. Ugh. It, it just freaks me out to think about it. We find out that that was just a nightmare that Heifer had on TV and everything looks fine. He's back in his house and he goes to see, you know, the sun shining day outside his window. But just when you think it's safe to, um, you know, let your guard down as a viewer, especially if you're like a young kid in the 90s watching this, his house reveals itself to be Peaches's head. And of course he starts like, maniacally laughing again and squirting the milk out. And the other houses next to him on other hills do it too. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on here? This is 
this is this belongs in Ryan Stimpy, not Rocco. But Rocco is twisted in its own way. And that really left an impression on me more than anything. For, I would say from Rocco, there's there's some pretty like crazy twisted moments, like, you know, when Ed's hallucinating in Cabin Fever or like when Bed Beakhead kills Ed in the Ed is Dead thriller. Uh, but this one really lingered with me purely due to the fact of the imagery and Peaches's voice that matched it. It was like low, gravelly, booming and threatening, all that stuff. And I just remember being really shook by it that night. I had a nightmare that was based on it. And I just remember like going down the stairs around like 1230-ish at night, uh, going into the kitchen, open up the door, getting a few pieces of salami, you know, from lunch meat to just pop into my mouth to satiate my stomach because I was a little bit hungry back then. And I need something to take my mind off of what I saw earlier. And <laughs> you won't believe this, but when I closed the door, Peaches was standing right there next to me in his black robe and his hood. And he's like, you should have been eating this together's scolding me kind of like he was scolding Heifer in the episode. And I was just like, Wah! what are you doing here? And I just immediately booked it straight back up the stairs, slammed the door shut, hit under my covers and just prayed that, you know, the night would be over as fast as possible. And that really, that, oh boy, that left an impression on me to the point where I was at school the next day, just kind of like staring blankly at my lunch tray and full of fish sticks and my milk was on the side. And every time I like glanced at my milk on the corner, you know, I was just thinking of that, that crazy head that reminded me of like Pinhead from Hellraiser, or like Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, just like attacking people in their dreams, just going crazy with that, that milk squirting and the spinning head and the sawtooth teeth and all that. Obviously, I haven't seen movies like Hellraiser and Nightmare on Elm Street when I was five back then. But, you know, as I got later in life, I made the connections with Peaches because of how striking it was to me to see him like that. I, I didn't have nightmares of him too, too often growing up. Um, it was very infrequent, like maybe a couple times a year. But every time he would show up in like in the dead of night, it is usually when I would go to the fridge to get like something to eat or drink just so that, you know, I can get to sleep because I had trouble sleeping. And I've, I've had a history of insomnia growing up where I like need to do something to take my mind off of whatever was keeping me awake that I couldn't figure out. You know, whether it was like at the fridge or he was like standing there when I was sleeping in my bunk bed, uh, you know, just pointing at me and scolding me like, you shouldn't be eating at this hour. It just, oh, I, I, I had to pull up the covers and not think about it. C couldn't watch that episode of Rocco for a while just because it was, it, it was, it made me feel uncomfortable. But I, I did, I did finally get over it. I did confront my fears. And that was a few years later when I was older, I was about like, junior high at the time so like you know preteen teenager around 14 and i just remember having one more one more nightmare to kind of act as closure for me um when i watched to heck and back again uh and also half in a handbasket which was like the follow-up to to heck and back but a more comedic tone with like you know heifer going back to heck and doing this game show thing uh, but that's a story for another day. The, the point being is that when I dreamed that final dream, I was out in my backyard 
It was like the midnight moon was shining down on me. There was like a slight breeze that was howling all around me. Stars were clear in the sky. I remember it very vividly. And I was just staring at the back of my house for some reason. And Peaches was just like slowly walking towards me in his terrifyingly black robe that seemed more terrifying in the darkness <laughs> with the moonlight shining on him. And as he was coming towards me, the house took its visage off and showed that like creepy utter head just squirting milk and like smiling like this ah with the saw teeth and uh you know the red eyes with the beady red irises and all i could just think about is i need to end this somehow i need to just make it go away and so for whatever reason i all i can think of about is just like just confront fear of love confront it head on and see what happens no matter what and I just remember running straight towards him as he was walking towards me at his like steady pace and just like bear hugging him as, as much as I possibly could. Like I squeezed him super tight like he was about to pop. And sure enough, boop, his head rolled right off, you know, with, with the hood still on it. So it didn't freak me out too much. And then I just looked to my side and saw it lying there, you know, in the hood. And <laughs> what rolled out was a red dodgeball. It, it wasn't his utter creepy utter head. And when I looked back, you know, straight at the house, I just saw the rope, you know, fall to the ground where the grass was and just kind of sink beneath it and disappear completely. And then when I saw the ball next to me, it just was an ordinary ball. <laughs> I guess fear really does, you know, go away when you approach it with like some sort of positive feeling or like courage or kindness or love, because that was an example of a nightmare that I conquered and it never came back again. And I'm really thankful for that because now I can enjoy Rocco and even some of the more darker, twisted episodes without it really phasing me. At night. So that's that's my story of, uh, you know, my nightmares as a child with peaches, you know, that that creepy looking guy who hangs around Heck from time to time and tries to pull characters like Heifer down to it. What about you guys? Are, are you scared of that episode at all? Is there like another Rocco episode or moment or, you know, maybe even another Nicktoon that you were afraid of as a child? Maybe even another cartoon from another channel in the 90s? Let me know at spyattack2021 at gmail.com. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what scares you as much as what scared me so that we can have this conversation and interact more and really just find comfort in sharing these stories together through this channel. So, you know, let me know via email, spyattack2021 at gmail.com. DM me on Instagram, Splatattack Podcast. Love to hear from you and I'll share your story in a future Nightmares as a Child episode. Uh, you can even record a video of yourself doing it and we'll edit it together. And um, yeah, see what comes of it. Until then, I will see you next time for a more spine tingling episode. But first, I have to put out this fire behind me because it's getting pretty hot in here. You know, I, I don't think I can really handle the, the heat much longer. So maybe maybe Peaches over there can help me, uh, you know, either put out this fire or just get back to the surface because I don't want to be in heck anymore. You know, I told my story. <laughs> Spot you later, guys.
watch it in reruns again and again for all eternity! Rocco! <laughs> 